Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. Uh, you're very welcome to this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, in the in the universe. I'm not sure if there are many people listening to the podcast outside of the planet Earth, but you know what? Maybe there is. Maybe there's another dimension. Maybe we live in a world and we don't live in a universe, we live in a multiverse. And there's millions and millions of simultaneous universes or or multiverses or scenarios similar to this playing out right now. And uh, people are listening to this podcast in, uh, in a different universe. Who knows, lads? You know, no one can say for, no one can say for certain, you know. It is Sunday night. It is the 8th of May. I am sitting in the John Hume war room. It is five to nine. I have been getting my children to bed since myself and my wife have been getting to bed since seven o'clock this evening. And um, yeah, as usual, as has been over the last few weeks, I am late to the podcast. (laughs) It's been like, I just want to be fucking honest, right? Uh, and I've been talking about this, but this podcast has been like homework for me lately. Do you remember when you were getting homework when you were younger? I don't know if you were like me when you got homework. When I got homework in school, it wasn't done. It was like, it was like, why are you give me homework? It was like a punishment. And um, I kind of would avoid it at all costs. I, I rarely did homework. Um, in fact, the only time... I ever really did homework in secondary school was when it was English. I, I, I enjoyed English. Um, and I did some study for geography when a teacher insulted me in uh, in leaving cert. <laughs> Just to prove him wrong, prick. But uh, besides that, homework was cogged. I was so good at cogging, you know. And I was so good at going to school and brazenly sitting down in class and getting away with not having homework done evasion i'm drinking a cup of tea guys drinking a cup of tea and my voice you might hear my voice is a little raspy because i was drinking last night and drinking all day yesterday i was out like trout yesterday cork were playing Kerry in the monster senior football uh, semi-final and me and a couple of my buddies a couple of my childhood friends uh, all congregated in cork got to train up Met a, met a couple of uh, lads that I met in the train station and we sat together on the train up chatting about GAA the whole way, Gaelic football, hurling, our own club, Ballyclaw. I hadn't meant to meet these two guys, um, but then we were just getting on great and then we just, uh, you know, they just tagged along and then I hooked up with uh, a couple of other lads that, um, yeah, we just go to matches and we have a WhatsApp group and we kind of just do manly stuff like drink beer and talk about football and hurling and it was great it was primal it was like fucking guttural like we went to the game yesterday knowing that we were going to be defeated like i mean Kerry are a far superior football team and those words even hurt coming out of my mouth but uh 
it's almost like a badge of honour for us now at this stage to, to, to follow the footballers who are gone so bad <coughs> over the last few years. But um, we were on the terrace and it was a beautiful day. I was in a Cork t-shirt. I had my jumper off and standing beside these lads that I had played hurling and football with growing up and roaring our heads off and calling the ref a bollocks and fucking, you know, making smart remarks, taking the piss out of each other, slagging each other. Good-natured banter, nothing fucking malicious now or anything like that. All funny stories from the past, you know. And uh, always regurgitated uh, <laughs> ad nauseum at these events, but they're still nonetheless extremely funny. Like, uh, it's like, uh, they're like, uh, every time we go on these, um, we call ourselves the Ultras, the Ballyclaw Ultras, and every time we go out, all these war stories come out. Do you remember when you did this? And you remember when you did that? And... We shout each other down and we accuse each other of not buying drinks and it's very juvenile carry on at all. But um, it does bring an awful amount of happiness into, I'm going to say, into all our lives, to be honest, because it's something to look forward to. And it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it's the opposite of homework. It's fucking PE, you know. But, um, yeah. So like that, that, I'm just late this week, guys. So what can I say? I said like, you know, I need to, I need to kind of fucking, I need to get the finger out. You know, how how am I going to do that? I don't know. Answers on an email to cornyliestacomic at gmail dot com, and the best answer gets a prize. What's the prize, Cornelius? Uh it's a it's a surprise. A random person standing by the wall. It's a it's a surprise. What do I get if? Uh you, you like, like what? Sorry, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> my name. My name is Cornelius. What's your name? Uh, Maximilian Tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Maximilian Tractor, will you? Oh God. Anyway, let me know. Let me know if you ever just feel like fucking. Do you know what? This is hard, but I have to do it. I'm doing it. I'm continuing on. You know, because like I tell you, it's it's weird lately. I kind of feel. Like, uh, I kind of feel like uh, I'm floating in a in a B-rated movie. <laughs> I'm an actor in a B-rated movie, uh, and I'm a I'm a worker bee in the movie. And the movie is about a talented worker bee that rises up through the ranks to excel, thus propagating the theory that hard work and determination are the only ways to succeed in life. Well, they're not the only ways to succeed in life, lads. Do you know? They're not. Because I'm an example of that. <coughs> I fucking, I copied all my stuff in school. Copied, cogged, you know. And look at me now. I am, um, actually, no, no, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe I'm not an example. I'm about to spark up a J, like, uh, so maybe I'm not the person to um actually definitely d- yeah do not look at me as um as a blueprint for success <sighs> i do love tea any tea drinkers out there guys any tea drinkers out there anyway look i'm playing this b right okay but uh, i'm sitting at a table in a restaurant right at the start of the movie and i'm sipping coffee chatting to we'll say a better looking bee okay basically i'm 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 ultimately invisibly visible (laughs) a a vague afterthought a speck of dust on a speck of dust in a hoover bag buried 
deep in a mountain of rubbish made exclusively from dust in a fucking universe in one of the multiverse universes there <sighs> Jesus Christ yeah I don't know do you know what I've been doing now lately um, I've been drinking olive oil to make me live longer there you go now drinking olive oil to make you live longer Cornelius extra virgin olive oil the good shit Apparently, right, if you, you can actually, you can drink it anyway, first of all, right? Uh, but it's, apparently it's amazing for you, you know? Anyway, that's what a, a 30 minute 3 a.m. TikTok rabbit hole convinced me of anyway. I remember just like looking at it and going, oh, all these people in the Mediterranean are living into their fucking hundreds. Why? Olive oil and tomatoes, you know? But you can't get the same type of tomatoes in Ireland as you can get in Italy, lads. But I'll tell you that for a fact. They're like a different... They're like a different species, the Irish tomato or the Dutch tomato. Most of our tomatoes come from Holland, do you know that? And they're like fucking 98, 99, and they're nearly fucking 100% water, like. They're just water with a bit of dye. Um, yeah. My head's kind of cloudy lately, like. I have a, f- a kind of a fierce perplexion with death. I can't stop thinking about death. I can't stop thinking about death. And um, like not not like killing myself now or anything like that. Nothing like, like but just like the actual ominous inevitability of death. And Harvey is uh, my fo- my five year old is constantly talking about death. <laughs> but maybe that's me because like we have uh, we we have a special uh, <laughs> we have a, we're we have a special bond. Myself and Harvey, right? We're triple best friends. Okay, so. The way it works in this house is Hunter's my best friend, Mom is my double best friend, and Harvey's my triple best friend. But then he added in recently, triple best. We like every time we see each other, we're like, "Hey, triple best friend." And then he, he's added in recently, triple best friend till the day we die. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay, maybe I need to stop talking about death so much because now my son is bringing it into word play. Okay, I'm gonna spark a little. Uh, a little bit of uh, how's your father? But yeah, death. I've been doing an awful, an awful lot of looking into the past, and then like kind of peering into the future at the same time. I'd love to have a kind of a mind that um, was just completely happy to be present. I'm trying to train it. I'm trying to retrain my mind. I'm always always trying to retrain my fucking mind, actually. Um, and I go through periods of, like, you know, of great success. And then periods of, oh, fuck it. We're all going to die. <laughs> What's the fucking point? We're all going to fucking die. What's the difference between 75 and 85? 10 years, Cornelius. 10 years of happiness with your fucking family and friends. But then again, I'm asking, like, I'm, I'm genuinely just, per- like, I suppose it's because I've, you know, recently, you know, turned 45 and, you know, I'm just kind of wondering. I'm looking kind of what, to, I'm trying to find out what makes me happy. And I'm wondering what doesn't make me happy. And I'm all. I'm tr- really trying to stay 
in the present moment. <coughs> but you have to consciously try. <coughs> it's not, um, excuse me for coughing, it's not easy to be present, you know. It's actually easy to zone out. It's easier to zone out. I'd have a lot of interactions with people, you know, comedians and stuff like that, and sometimes I can feel myself switching on the autopilot and just existing in that scenario with just like, yeah, 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 oh yeah, 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 but not really being fucking present. And what's the point in being alive if you're not present? Now, I'm not sure if this is just me, and I do from time to time suffer with bouts of depression, and, you know, I'm, I'm constantly fighting anxiety. And I do know, what, you know, when you're anyway depressed, that these things will be, uh, like, will loom on top of you, you know. So um, I am definitely looking to see what makes me happy and I'm trying to do more and more of that. And I think I'm starting to see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to worry <laughs> a little bit about what makes me happy. Because I'm not sure if what makes me happy is um, what I thought was making me happy. Do you know that kind of way? Like I always thought that... Um, being a being a massive success, you know, well, not a massive success, but like you know, being a comedian, being a full time comedian, making my bread and butter from comedy, which I do, you know, that that would be it. That's the I remember vividly, vividly having conversations in cars with comedians coming back from gigs from Galway, from Dublin, from Limerick, from down in West Cork, from down in Kerry, like long, long car journeys with different comedians and we'd all be talking about our version of success and my version of success always was to be to make a postman salary if i could make a postman salary as a comedian i was like yeah fucking i don't deliver the letters i deliver the jokes y'all um and i get paid y'all and like i i'm getting paid to do comedy now i fucking you know I'm, i work hard at it i run my own clubs uh I've, I've, I get booked a decent amount. Um, I've, I've, I'm, I'm exactly where I wanted to be five years ago. And now I'm thinking to myself, right, am I happy? I am happy. I'm not saying I'm not happy. But I'm not deliriously fucking over the moon with the, the, with the, with the effort and the, the work. You know, it's not... So there's there's something I have to something has to give because where I'm finding happiness in its abundance is um, is with my children lately, which is not a stupid or a strange thing to say, but like I will choose I like I just would you know I will choose spending time with Harvey over you know doing some clerical work that needs to be done for for comedy. And then I get stressed because I haven't done that work, or you know, it's just weird. But I, t I don't know. It, do, 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 are, look, I want people to me e email me about this, okay? You know, are you going? Well, so my my email address is corneliusthecomic at gmail dot com, right? Okay, and I want. I've never done this. I've never asked anyone to email me, okay? But I'm just interested in someone out there who I don't know, right? Who listens to this podcast? That's what I'm looking for. First and foremost, if I know you, there's no point in you sending me an email, okay? Um, Cornelius the Comic, C-O-R-N-E-L-I-U-S-T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C at gmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me about you. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your past. Tell me about your future. Tell me where you are now. And tell me how you feel. Are you treading water? 
Are you happy? Where do you derive your happiness now? Because like I tell you guys, for, for like, it used to be, you know, go back 10 years ago, I was like, oh, go back 12 years ago, I was like, I need, I, 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 want, to fi- I want to find someone. I need to find someone. I want to be with someone. And then I, I, I found, I fucking found my beautiful wife, you know? Then we got married, all right? And then I was like, okay, we need a house. So we went and we got a house and we got our fucking dream house and we love our house. And then we wanted to have a family and then we had a family with two beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, boys and we're super happy. And, you know, all the while, I'm chugging towards comedy, chugging, getting there, getting there, getting there. And I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm there. But I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering. And I could be complete. I might wake up completely different tomorrow. But I'm just wondering, is this it? Is this it? You know? And if this is it, is it worth it? (laughs) You know? It's mad. It's mad, 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 mad. I'll say this, ladies and gentlemen, as I uh, spark up. <sighs> Cannabis is saving my life. It's doing God's work. It's giving me tolerance because I am impatient and flighty. <laughs> And without cannabis's nightly majestic charm, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I, it's just, it, 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 it centers me to be all wanky. I'm centered when I, when I have a smoke, it just, it kind of, I'm like, right, okay. Do you know what? Fuck it. This is grand. And I, I took a break from her there recently. You know, it was like I kind of, uh, like we broke up for a while. And I'll tell you this. I missed her. I missed her. You know, and the break was, uh, it wasn't a very long break. It was a week, just to give my my, my lungs a, a chance. <coughs> and what's funny is, um, <coughs> like, I ingest cannabis by smoking it. Uh, and I, I prefer to ingest it by eating it. I think I've talked about this in the past. But um, it's too expensive it's too fucking expensive to 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 bake to to actually you know make brownies or whatever like that um and it's very hard to microdose to get the microdose of that right you know i'll have a little smoke in the evening kids go to bed takes the takes the air out of the tires you know and um yeah the wife of course as you well know knows that she exists and she doesn't mind. We've got a kind of a we've got a kind of an open relationship. She doesn't mind that I see her. In fact, I think my wife thinks that cannabis is an actually is actually a most welcome passenger in our life. She's a friend, lads. She's a friend. <sighs> so I don't know. It could be just a, like a midlife crisis. You know, and I'm j- that I'm doing nothing about that. I'm just talk, and I'm just talking this out. I'm just fucking talking this out. And on this podcast, as you all know, lads, I have guests on, and I talk. You know, we have we have some great crack and and whatnot. But I, for me, this is a digital diary as well, and I I, I see myself. It's funny when I'm talking about life tonight, right? And it's funny because I do. I often see myself because my my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago, right? And he was in. Uh, he was in care for the last 10 years of his life. 
and he was in a hospital in Cork and we'd all come in and we kept a little book. There was a little book and we'd all come in and we'd write when we visited our, visited our granddad and then he was there so long that book turned into about two or even three books. And you'd come in and you'd write down the dates and you'd, you might write down what the weather was like and then you'd say the time you were there and then you'd say met, you met granddad was talking to granddad and what you were talking about or what he was giving out about or <laughs> you know uh, with 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 me he he always taught every time i met him he always taught when he was in that hospital he he always thought that i was working for the family business selling cars and that it was 1999 and we still had a you know, the family had a couple of garages, one in Newmarket, one in Cork, and uh, we, you know, big business people, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was always interesting the conversations we ha- that I had with him, and I had to play a character to fit his kind of his mind because you didn't want to agitate agitate him and then you know we'd ha- I'd have a perfectly co- you could have a perfectly coherent conversation with him and then go to the toilet and come back and it would be the exact opposite then he mightn't even recognize you or he mightn't recognize what you were saying or wouldn't remember it but anyway I digress enormously but I've I've been thinking as I said I've been thinking about the past I've been thinking about the future and I'm wondering will I end up in, in some place like that will I end up in a in care you know, not care county Tipperary. I mean, that would be fucking hell if I ended up there. Imagine ending up in a care in ca- in a care home in care. Where is he? He's in care. <laughs> <laughs> is there any care home in care? Shout out! Give me an email at cordeliusthecobbing at gmail dot com. Any care home in care? Anyone listening from a care home in care? But I'm ju- I'm just wondering is that where is that where my future lies <laughs> in a care home? And if it does, right? Like, I often, like, I'm, won- I'm wondering why, <laughs> if it does, right? Because strokes run in my family, okay? Um, my uncle, God rest his soul, died from uh, from a stroke. My grandfather had s- loads of strokes that incapa- incapacitated him for a finish. And another uncle of mine had a stroke there um, and is still suffering from the, the after shock of it. And my dad had a clot running through his um, his veins not that long ago and is on medication for it. So while I'm coherent and while I'm alive and pre-stroke, I look at this, <laughs> I look at this, this is a real morbid way of fucking, uh, of uh, explaining my point, but I look at this as a digital diary so that even if I am fucked at 79 inside in a care home, that Noel can put on this podcast and I can go back and I can listen to it and it might take me back to this moment right now right this moment I'm looking back on it from 30 years in the future and I just want to say you're fucking did your you did your best Cornelius <laughs> you did your best you fucking genuinely did your best you might have hurt a few people along the way but you never really meant to hurt anyone <laughs> you hurt yourself the most and it's alright give yourself a break in fact you know what you should do spark up so I will. Yeah. Like I and I, I would like if it's gonna be like if I'm gonna be in a care home, send me out to Florida. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be in fucking care or Mallow. 
can I not be in fucking Florida? One of those kind of care homes with the with the pool. You can do those fucking, you know, what's those games, the aqua aerobics. <laughs> I'd love if myself and Noel ended up in some place like that, just doing aqua aerobics in our 70s. Plus, as well, if I'm in America, I can fucking have a bake. Like, I can fucking have a, I can have some, you know, I can smoke some marijuana without feeling like a fucking criminal. Yeah. <coughs> so I finished watching Ozarks on Netflix. It's over. The final season is over. And um I don't know if any of you have seen it. And it's I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. I've already watched the first, we'll say, four seasons, maybe two times, but season five, I think this is season five, came in two parts, and I have to go back and rewatch it again because uh, I binged watched it. And uh, I was looking at Marty Bird's life. For those of you who don't know anything about Ozarks, right, I'll give you a, qui- I'll give you a very quick synopsis, okay? So, Marty Bird is an accountant and a tax like he's an accountant and a tax advisor I suppose and he's uh, in partnership with another guy and uh, long story short he ends up by hook or by crook he ends up working for a cartel a Mexican drug lord uh, a Mexican drug cartel laundering their money uh, in a place called the Ozarks which is like rural south deep south America and he gets into all sorts of shenanigans there. And then suddenly his wife, Wendy, um, who at the start of the show was kind of a tame and timid person, ends up coming into the business and ends up being kind of this Lady Macbeth type figure with like almost a death wish. Um, and it's basically just their whole, and they've got two kids, right? Uh, and at the start of the, of the of the show, their kids are about like twelve or twelve. The Jonah's about twelve, and the girl whose name I can't is escaping me might be about fourteen or fifteen. But then by the end of the season, she's in her early late teens, early twenties, and he's and he's like sixteen, seventeen. And you see them grow physically throughout the uh, throughout the, seri- the the season. But lads, it is one of the most gripping shows I have ever watched. Like. There is so much going on below the surface. It really, it's absolutely captivating. Like, I don't really talk much about what I watch on television, but if you are looking for a show to watch, The Ozarks is, it's superb. It's absolutely superb. And um, I just finished the final season there of it, and I'll tell you, lads, I'm looking forward to rewatching it. I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Okay, so I'm going to do... Have a quick look on Twitter. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. And uh, we're going to do that. And I'm going to say goodnight to you. Trending. So it's always football, isn't it? It's always football. So Bono is trending. All right. I think I know what that's about. 
Bono and The Edge flew over to, um, I was going to say Sarajevo, but they didn't. They have a song called Sarajevo. They flew over to the Ukraine and they did a performance in a bunker in the Ukraine. And I think Bono gets a fucking bad rap, lads. Like, I fucking do. I think people give it out about Bono. Like, I don't mind punching up, but like, what has Bono really done that's bad? Like, he... He's like I suppose it all went with that Africa thing when he was like he was constantly going on with Afri- about Africa there for years, you know, from the Live Aid and all that kind of stuff. But like, come on, <laughs> I mean, he's using his celebrity for so much for so for so much good, like you know. And there he is, then out in the fucking Ukraine, a place got bombed, um, a, a children's school got bombed in the Ukraine today, guys, and sixty people died. And he flew out there with the edge to fucking perform for an. You know, maybe 100 people or 150 people in a bunker. You can Google this. You can see it on YouTube. I saw it on the news myself today. That's what it's... Uh, let's let's click into it. Now, he is a bit sanctimonious, I would say. I'm looking at the photos here now. It looks like a good gig. Following a personal invitation from the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, U2's Bono and The Edge visited Kiev. Kiev, not Kiev. You can't call it. It's a chicken Kiev. Uh, Sunday to perform an acoustic concert in one of the city's subway stations turned bomb shelter so they did a fucking gig in a bomb bomb shelter i'm just looking there now there's people crying and there's like i mean those poor fuckers over in the ukraine really and truly like i mean my bitcoin has gone through the fucking down into the ground down into the ground i'm going on about bitcoin there for the last couple of couple of months and now it's how it's, it's the future and there is uh yeah it's down about 30 percent will i go in and check that go on i'll have a quick check it and check it there now since Friday, so it was gone down so much. We'll have a quick check there now, lads. We'll see what the Bitcoin is doing. For anyone who's interested in the Bitcoin. Oh my God, lads. It's fucking... Like, Bitcoin is down 17%. Ethereum is down 11%. My XRP is down 26%. My Solano is down 32%. My Matich is down 34%. And my Alchemy Pay is nearly down 50%. There is big losses being incurred here. <laughs> I cannot say anything to Noel. <laughs> Thanks be to God she does not listen to this podcast. Big losses here. But that's what they say. You just have to wait. You have to hold. You have to hold. You have to hold. But I can see how people would be panicking. I mean, if I, like if I had 100,000 invested here now, shit would be real. Like, you know, I'm going to actually, have, do you know what I'm going to do now? And I'm going to come off this and I'm not going to look at the fucking Bitcoin till the war is over. And then you're going to say to me, when's the war over? Should the war be over in the morning? If Putin feels disrespected or feels like he's not going to win because he'll just press that button. Um, right, Doctor Who, that's trending. Okay, now lads, I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Is there anyone here Doctor Who fans? Send me in an old message there, corneliusthecomic at gmail.com. Send me a message. But I don't know anything about Doctor Who. Um, I couldn't get into the Daleks, is it? The Daleks? I just, it, it, for me, it wasn't sci-fi enough. I was like, I mean, I'd... Maybe I should give it a chance. What's, what's this? So there's a fella called Nakuti Gatwa to replace Jodie Whittaker. Um, right. So there's a new actor playing. I don't want to go onto that website. It's brought me on now to the Guardian website. So Nakuti Gatwa to replace Jodie, Jodie Whittaker. Uh, sex education star will be the first black actor to play full-time role when Russell T. Davies returns to the show. So he's the first black man to play Doctor Who yeah fucking proper order you know 
absolutely. I don't know. I just still don't like Doctor Who, though. Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter what color skin you are. I will not be watching it. Uh, Bond. This is the last one. Oh, one second. No. United Ireland. United Ireland is trending, lads. United Ireland is trending. If you're in the RA, send me an, an email there, lads, to corneliuscomic at gmail.com. Let me know what your working conditions are like in the RA, how many hours you do a week, you know, do you get holidays, what's the pay like, how would you become a member? Um, <laughs> so, for like, I don't know much about politics. There's a guy that comes on this podcast, Ty Kiki, and he is an Irish Republican. He's not in the RA, um, but he is very well versed in all of this kind of carry-on. But I do know that... Um, there was a big vote. <laughs> in the north, and uh, Sinn Féin have got the most votes. The <laughs> and they're now the biggest party in the north. And there's kind of like unionism and nationalism seems, or unionism seems to um, be on the, on, the, on, the, on the wane. And nationalism, for the first time ever, seems to be on the up. And it looks like... It looks like from the outside that a united Ireland is a real possibility. And I actually, I think I'm going to ask Tyg, would he do a, a podcast, a solo podcast? Because he he's very passionate about it, right? And he makes a great point about how the Irish who live in the north of Ireland feel that us as southern ireland southern irish people neglected them and just left them and never you know paid them any heed and didn't treat them the same as you might treat someone from galway or dublin or westmead or carlo or Kerry. you know it was like they were almost foreign but these guys were born and bred in ireland and they're nationalists and irish as far as they can see as the unionists see themselves as british you know, of the Commonwealth, I personally didn't. I personally really couldn't care less. But if I, if I was put to the pin of my collar and I had to nail my flags, my flag to the cross, or whatever the fucking saying is, I, I do. I would like Ireland to be Ireland. Uh, you know, in its entirety. You know, but I, I think now at this stage, though, if that is the case, we have to learn how to live and respect the culture of unionism in the north the same way as we have to respect the culture the traveling culture of travelers the same way as you have to respect you know people from Kerry you know god love them like you know they have an awful fucking cross to carry you know people from Kerry first of all they're from Kerry like you know and I know there's a lot of people here that listen to the podcast from Kerry and look you know god love you you know we all have our own crosses to carry in life and you, you do you do yours gracefully so, uh, with that little burn, <laughs> I think I'm going to let you go. Um, so, this is Sunday night. I, I promise, right, I promise you dearly that I have a plan in place. I have about I have about six or seven podcasts lined up with people uh, to do, only um, I've been just so busy. I opened up another comedy club last week down in Kerry for the season, the Kingdom Comedy Club. So if you are in Kerry, I just I was just dis, just dissing Kerry, and here I am now fucking promoting it. Uh, but I have uh, if you're in Killarney, in Kerry, which is like it's the epicenter of of Kerry during the summer, really Killarney, 
it's uh it's on the ring of Kerry obviously it's a beautiful town with the Quran tool at the the backside of it and the Miguelgalli reeks and the on the left hand side of it as 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 I'm looking at it anyway here in my own mind's eye <laughs> um and you've got the lakes and you've got Torque waterfall and you've got great restaurants and it's great vibe in Clarny so if you are thinking of taking a midweek break in Killarney call into the Shire Cafe um, around half seven eight o'clock uh, the Kingdom Comedy Club is on and I'm there every week for the summer I'm there until uh, till the end of August actually so uh, we had our first gig there last week and it was amazing it was like a small enough crowd an intimate crowd maybe about 20 people at the show you know but the cafe only fits maybe another 10 so it looked, it looked like really packed and uh, most of the people were from America and it was four people from Slo- Slovakia and the rest of the people were from, from uh, America. There was no Irish people in the audience. Mad. Absolutely mad. But uh, good mad. Good mad. Um, yeah. So look, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for uh, thank you for being my friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're something and a champion. And if you're true, party. Invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah.